Hi, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sport of Business podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scanlon. So if my, uh, if my math is correct here, everybody's just coming off of uh, what would be a long Memorial Day weekend for us here in the States. So uh, happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody just coming off of it. Uh, business owners, I hope that you uh, had an opportunity to relax, reflect. Those of you uh, CrossFit affiliates that did Murph, congratulations on doing it another year. Uh, we, we certainly had a really good time uh, doing that here. So we've got a short week then ahead of us, so let's get right down to it. We have a theme coming up. For the month of June, we're going to be talking all about uh, content marketing. And I think anymore, uh, I don't think that we need that qualifier of content marketing. Uh, anymore, I'm pretty sure that we're just talking about marketing right now. We're not making any distinction between the two because the trends that we're seeing in, in how people digest their information, it is actually through you know content blogs, uh, expert opinions, reviews, and things like that. So we're going to lump all of these things into the content marketing category. So uh, over the next month, that's all we're going to be talking about. So we're gonna, we have uh, some really cool guests lined up. Even, uh, you know, we see a lot of times the the legal ramifications of content marketing. So we're going to have an attorney come on to to talk more specifically about things like intellectual property. What images can you use, and um, you know, what sort of responsibility do you have as a content marketer talking about? fitness, if there's any considerations that we need to make. So uh, we're going to be, uh, yeah, we're just really talking with some cool people to, to really help you guys set the stage for what your sort of content looks like going forward. So starting off, the first thing that we always want to do when we talk about taking on any kind of new marketing or doing any marketing in general is to start Start with a strategy. So honestly, like most of the time, we are going to look for some kind of silver bullet that gets people to come in the door. And guys, just like your fitness, honestly, there is no silver bullet that gets a million athletes to come into your gym or gets a bunch of prospects calling you. That thing just doesn't exist. Uh, what, what does exist is a strategy that you execute on and you learn from going forward. And that is the one thing that, you know, you look back and you probably have a year of this strategy behind you and you'll really be able to look back, reflect, keep some data on what works and what doesn't. So that's what today's episode is all about, is setting the stage for that strategy. And then as the month progresses, we'll get into more and more uh, tactical elements. How do you use Facebook? Maybe, you know, are there scenarios where we would potentially pay to share some of this content? So we'll get into the tactical elements later on, but today is all about understanding content, understanding how people interact with our content, and how we're going to use what occurs inside of our gyms or inside of our business and reflect that publicly in our content marketing strategy. So this is kind of a difficult thing to talk about and make tangible, especially in, in a podcast scenario. So I'm going to do my best to use some tangible examples for everyone to get a strong grasp on, on what exactly content 
content marketing is. So uh, probably the clearest example for all of us is CrossFit. Um, CrossFit started as a website, as a, as a media company that simply shared workouts publicly. Um, here's our workout of the day. Here's how to do it. Here is the CrossFit journal. All of these things are accessible to you. And around this media company, around this content marketing company, which honestly, if you look at it, that's how the entire uh, that's how the entire company was founded, just simply putting out high-quality content that spoke to people's needs. There was, you know, there was no revenue, you know, there was no revenue stream attached to it. It was just simply started off as content, and that content built a following. If, you know, if you guys, you know, were like me, I would be, you know, hunting around in in the comment section trying to figure out, well, okay, they wrote double-unders. How do I do a double-under? How do you do a handstand push-up? And, and this community sort of built around this content way before there was ever a product to buy, like way before you could buy a ticket to the games, before you could pay to affiliate, before you could uh, you know, pay to even join a gym that used this methodology. There was content around it. So what we always say in when we talk to gyms about marketing, uh, or if I talk to anybody about starting a new gym, I just talked with somebody the other day about wanting to start a new gym, and they, they're like, well, how would you go about it? You know, Should I start to make my equipment list now? And the honest answer is no. You should probably start to build a following first. So we always say, you know, have an audience first, and then your product is second. And if you look at the history of the CrossFit brand, that's actually how the CrossFit brand came to be what it was today. You know, looking back on it, would the brand have been as successful had they had a product first? You know, let's say they just opened up a flagship gym, and then they started selling, you know, affiliation or start selling franchises for this flagship gym, would there have been such a robust and loyal following once there was a product to buy? I tend to think perhaps not. You know, at the first time that there was a product to sell under the CrossFit HQ banner, there was tons of people. I would love to see the data on what the unique visitors to CrossFit.com was every day. So if you think that that honestly is the power of content marketing right there is that this entire international brand of affiliated gyms was founded simply based off of a daily blog that was updated with a workout, a brief explanation, and a following was created. So think about that. When you, when you develop your content marketing strategy, the goal here is following first, product second. Oftentimes when we start to think about marketing, all we do is feature the, the product itself. We feature the point at which uh, money exchanges hands. And that is not how the modern-day consumer interacts. The fact of the matter is is that our behavior looks much different than it did prior to us having access to this level of content. So 
uh, again, I want today's show to be all about tangible examples. So you're listening to this show right now, and you know us at Three Two One Go Project. We're super uh, transparent. So let's just talk about what is the purpose of a podcast, any podcast, this podcast even. Uh, the purpose of it is to ultimately build a following of listeners to sell something to at the end of the day. But so think about it this way. Uh, oftentimes when we think about marketing, you, you, the temptation is to think for an input, I get an output. So, you know, let's say I put out a piece of content that says, all right, how to get your first pull up in 10 easy steps. That will not turn into a member necessarily. So this this idea of, all right, well, if I just send people the right emails or I just have the right Facebook posts or I boost this and I don't boost that, it's that, that somehow those inputs equal members on the backside of it. But the reality of the matter is, is with your content strategy, there's a healthy combination between, uh, you know, things that provide brand awareness so that, you know, just fun little pictures of your members working out, um, you know, but the the strategy itself is is broad and we're looking to get as much of what occurs inside the gym, outside the gym as possible. So back to the example of this podcast, you know, I don't think that you're going to listen to one of these podcasts and be like, okay, great, I would love to, uh, you know, give 321Go Project the opportunity to earn my business and help me brand and market my gym. We don't think that that whatsoever. We don't think that just because you listen to this podcast, you become a client. Actually, what that process actually looks like for you is you'll probably listen to 20 of these episodes, and you'll probably take little nuggets here and there. Like You'll probably listen to this episode. At the end of it, I'll give you some homework to do, and hopefully you go execute on that homework, and you make it a habit, and you do that regularly. You do more and more of that, and maybe you realize that, oh, I've got all of this awesome content, but... You know, my website sucks. It's not mobile responsive. You know, where do I go to get answers on my website? Well, hopefully, because you've been listening to this podcast for, you know, 10, 15, 20 hours leading up to this point, you're like, oh, well, I'll give 321Go Project the opportunity to earn my business. And really, this is understanding the behavior of consumers is the way that this sort of content strategy will begin to make sense. And this and understanding behavior uh, is something that I have over probably the last two or three years just completely become obsessed with. You know, uh, what you know, what is the journey that lead people to the front door of my gym? And I really want to understand what people are going through leading up to that point. And it's through, you know, you know, testing a lot of these things in my own gym and seeing what type of behavior and activity actually turn into a member. It's really based off of that that we have have built our momentum platform. So we've realized that from just, you know, random person sitting in their house to member of your gym, there are a lot of things that occur. It's not simply because I saw 
oh, I saw Becky check in on Facebook. I'm going to join that gym. Or I've got an email that's telling me how to get stronger that I'm going to join that gym. Or I saw a Murph picture online. I'm going to go join that gym. That's a misunderstanding of marketing in general. Again, going back to this idea of believing that an input equals an output is not true in marketing. The reality of the matter is is that marketing today is simply being the first, you know, the first person, the first gym or in our case 321 go project, the first place you think of when you're ready to make a decision. So, we can use content marketing to constantly be on the front of mind of our following. So remember, following first, product second. So we develop this uh, vibrant following online, and then a percentage of those people become members of our gym at the point in which they're ready. Uh, you know, this weekend I, you know, we had a, 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 a weekend of hanging out with a lot of people. So these are people outside the gym, and, you know, I met some new people, and the conversation always comes up, you know, what do you do? And then we talk about CrossFit, and, 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 you know, there were people there that, that did CrossFit, and they're like, yeah, you should, you should totally join a CrossFit gym. My gym is awesome. You should come join it. Uh, there's no way that that person is going to join that gym. Yeah, of course, they just got a referral from a member of mine. Cool, there's a referral. But that person won't, that person's not coming into the gym today because over the weekend they were told that they should join such and such affiliate. That's just not, that's just not how people behave. How people actually behave is so, you know, we're at this barbecue. Somebody says, hey, you should totally join my gym. It's really awesome. That person's like, okay, cool. I probably won't but I'll remember that you said that. And then let's say that that person also gets invited to one of the monthly social events that I throw at my gym. Okay, cool. There's like another little breadcrumb that we've put in there. And now once that person comes into the monthly events that I do in my gym, I've got their email address. And so I'll send them some valuable content via email. You know, maybe at some point during that, they will like us on Facebook, at which point they'll see images of people working out in our gym. And they'll, and then I can maybe talk about how, you know, our training style helps promote fat loss or, you know, doing an hour of CrossFit is actually super efficient if you are busy and have a high demand job. So I'm following up these interactions. I'm following up this referral from another member. I'm following up this, uh, this attendance to an event. And I'm, I'm following up, let's say, a Facebook-like with more valuable content. So this hypothetical person that was referred by a member of mine, a, a raving fan of mine, referred them, the reality of the matter is that probably does not equal a member in that moment. It is that action plus probably two or three other things that lead to a member. So, you know, let's say you do an Instagram video of everybody doing a workout in your gym. Like, that will probably not turn into a member. But that plus these other things that are all a part of a more holistic content and marketing strategy, that yields members over the long term.
So the thing that I've learned in, in human behavior is that sort of the two things that get people to change are either consequence or habit. So habit in thinking about and making decisions around whatever it is. So, you know, in the case of this podcast, hopefully I can give you something to use every time you listen to this podcast. And let's say you do that for an entire year. Now you've created a habit around making change in your business. And then hopefully the goal is whenever you're ready to give us the opportunity to earn your business in one way or another, we are one of the candidates that you will seek out. Same thing occurs in your gym. So your content marketing gets people in the habit of thinking about their health, researching, seeing what's out there, you know, testing the local market. And you're going to be there with a very you know, trustworthy, uh, it's the expert advice in the area. You're going to be there to fill that void until they're ready to join your gym. So they may interact with your content, read your blog, listen to the podcast that you put out for a year, two years, three years. And it's at the point that they're ready to make a change in their life. That's the other half of the equation. You're going to be the first place that they think of. They don't need to do a Google search. They're probably not going to be super price sensitive at that point because in their mind, they've already made a decision. But that's only because you've had this consistent stream of valuable content being delivered across all of these platforms. And that's why, you know, when we built our momentum platform, it was really off of understanding how people behave. So not only are we talking about email marketing, not only are we creating content marketing strategies, but we're also creating event-based marketing strategies. We're also doing referral programs. Like these types of things in in a holistic approach, those all equal members coming into your gym, but it's a more holistic, consistent marketing strategy. It's not, you know, I go to your website, I I plug in my email address, and I get a series of 10 emails that that will not turn into a ton of members, but I get some good value-based emails. I maybe get invited to an awesome social event that you're doing. Maybe you do some kind of charitable fundraiser that I go to. And then I get a referral from another member. I maybe read a review about you on Google. All of those things put together, that equals a member. But that actually requires strategy and execution on your part as the business owner to get these new members in your door. So how do we start? How do we start to begin to uncover this? The first and biggest thing is to remove distractions. And honestly, probably the easiest way to remove distractions is to uh, use the principles that that I've outlined in here. So these two principles, again, I'm sorry I keep like drilling them home, but they're really things that we need to grasp onto to, to really understand what a good content strategy looks like. The first principle is that you want to develop a following first and your product second. Like, honestly, it's really annoying to me as a consumer to always have things in my face that are like, buy this, join this, free trial that. Like, just 
bombarded with these things that are requiring me to take immediate action right now. So the products that I I tend to enjoy are the ones that provide valuable, funny, entertaining, inspirational content for free. And then when I realize that, oh, I need such and such a product, those are the first places that I'm thinking of. Um, you know, great. Uh, I think one of the best modern examples of this working out really successfully is with Dollar Shave Club. You know, they're, um, you know, at the surface, the products that they provide are fairly, um, you know, they're, they're not super great. They're not these like revolutionary products that is like, you know, if I were to make a, a comparison to the gym world, you know, it's, it's not the best coaches in town, you know, it's, and it's not the, uh, you know, greatest equipment. Actually, that's probably a better example because coaching is a much more salient part of our product. So let's just say this. So when you look at like Dollar Shave Club as our example of great content marketing, it's not the shiniest gym. It's not the shiniest equipment out there. They are slightly above average razors and other products that are delivered to your doorstep. We can achieve the same thing through other means. We could probably achieve the same thing on Amazon for much cheaper. So what has created such brand loyalty uh, with Dollar Shave Club. And I honestly think it's because of their awesome content marketing. They create really funny, poignant videos that speak to my needs as a consumer. And so that's a company that I think of. Like when I, you know, let's say I run out of a razor and I have to think about going to the store to get one, what is like burned into my memory? It's like those crazy commercials that they do that, you know, that YouTube video that they did some time ago, you know, like those are the things that come to mind when I'm ready to make a decision. I didn't see a YouTube video and immediately go start my subscription. Something else happened in my life, but they were front of mind with really compelling content marketing. Therefore I made a decision. So that's rule number one here to keep in mind is that you're developing a following first and your product is secondary to that following. So join my gym, free trial now, seven days free. But like all of those things are secondary. Like like in your marketing strategy, these kinds of things are the afterthought as we're building our platform. So the second important thing that we need to keep in mind as we build our content strategy is that input does not equal output. Input does not equal output. So what I mean is, is if I, you know, drive people to my Facebook page, will that turn into members? Yeah, it it will turn into some members. But the idea is, is that you want to have as many channels as possible putting out as good, consistent, and quality content as possible. So, you know, this idea of, you know, people get hung up on tactics. That's essentially what I'm saying here is that we feel like, oh, if we take a video of our members working out and somebody else sees somebody that looks like them working out, that they're going to join our gym. 
Yes, probably, but that's only a part of the equation. So don't so the idea here is don't get hung up on the tactics. Like don't go start a podcast because I started a podcast in my gym. Start a podcast because it's something that you will do consistently and share with as many people as possible. You know, don't start doing how-to videos because you saw another gym do it. Do it because that is a strategy that you will stick to for the next 10 years. This is the ideas. Don't get hung up on the tactics. Don't get hung up on, you know, email marketing or automation and drip campaign or Facebook check-ins. Because the reality of the matter is, is that it is this plus a lot of things that equal a good content strategy. So we want to think strategy first, tactics second, following first, product second. Uh, One input does not equal one output. It's all about consistent execution. So let's start on that consistent execution today. Let's take something away from this episode that you turn around and begin to build up this content marketing strategy to get more people in your gym. So how do we start? Well, first we have to ask ourselves, who do we want in our gym? Quite simply. Most of us are in a town to where, I mean, Probably significantly less than 1% of the residents will join our gym. There are plenty of people that need to get in shape. And so having this idea that my strategy is simply, oh, anybody and everybody come work out here, like that doesn't work. Like everything to everybody is nothing to no one. So we begin to identify who am I speaking to? Who are the members that I love being around? Who are the members that refer other people to my gym? How do we get more people like that inside the gym? So uh, on our Momentum platform, the first thing that everybody does is they complete their member's persona worksheet. So we do this, both the gym owner completes this and then also sends a survey to his or her most trusted members and simply asks them, A, what does your life look like? B, why are you here? Like, how can we help you? What are we doing for you? How are we improving your life? And we're starting to get a picture of these people that we're speaking to. That's the first really, really important thing. So let's just take, you know, I use CrossFit.com as an example of this. So many uh, gyms, myself included, we looked at the model. Okay, well, CrossFit.com puts their workout uh, on the internet every day. So that's what we should do. And, you know, without ever stopping to actually think, okay, well, I'm posting my my workout every day to Facebook. Who is that speaking to? Who knows what a wad is? Who knows what a toast bar is? Who knows how to complete a thruster that is not a member of our gym? So are we actually, by putting that on our Facebook page, who are we speaking to? Now, if who you want to speak to, if you want to have a gym that is comprised of competitive athletes and your programming is the central feature of what you do and you're programming towards the elite athlete, then by all means, put that out there every single day. Put out that programming. Show them that, hey, this is the best programming in town if you want to go to regionals. So make, make your programming a part of your content strategy. But if you are like most gyms out there, you are probably speaking to 
you know, 50-year-old accountants or, you know, 45-year-old stay-at-home mom that's trying to lose uh, the baby weight. Like, probably these are the people that you're speaking to. So, you know, seeing, uh, you know, three rep max high hang clean on your programming probably means nothing to them. So eliminate the things that, that do not speak to these member personas. We need to identify who these people are, where they're hanging out, what do they want, what do they need, and what types of questions are these people asking. And that's what we want to first start to speak to. So this doesn't mean in this example you don't need to change your programming. All you simply need to do is write up 250 words on why a three rep max high hang clean will help me lose my baby weight. Boom. Like that's content marketing right there. And that speaks to the needs of the people that you want to speak to. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, how do I, you know, how do I go about identifying what people are searching for online? Awesome. Glad you asked. (laughs) Google AdWords. If you guys don't have an AdWords account, you should probably get one simply to use the free resources that are in there. So adwords.google.com. You know, this is something in our uh, 321 Go Project SEO course. We go over in this online course how to navigate um, this planner here. But it's it's really great. So it's uh, there's a keyword planner. And it just shows you search volume for certain terms. So you can actually put in one term and you can ask it to spit out other searches. So this is actually what people are on Google searching for. So if you don't know what to put out there, if you don't want, you know, if you're just, hey, I don't want to guess if, you know, stay-at-home moms are looking to lose baby weight. Well, awesome. Google will actually tell you what people are searching for, what they are interested in. So go use this keyword planner. It's just adwords.google.com and then navigate to that keyword planner. It's completely free to use. You may need to put in a credit card to create an AdWords account, but uh, you certainly don't need to pay for any ads here if you don't want to. But um, use the keyword planner. So I just did one really quick while I was sitting here. So I did, I searched for CrossFit. And I search for, so you can put in these different terms and ask them to spit out what people are looking for. So I, I typed in CrossFit and I typed in fat loss. And then it tells me all of the things that people are searching for. So uh, some words that I saw was uh, weight loss and CrossFit. Will CrossFit help me tone up? Exercise tone up. Exercise fat loss. So these are terms that actual real humans are searching for when you type these things in. Interestingly enough, third on the list came up with standing workstation and sitting is the new smoking. These are at, these are actual searches that people do, and it'll tell you the volume at which they're searching. So use this tool. This will tell you if you're sitting here and like, all right, Matt, I know that my target demographic is uh, you know women in their 40s who stay at home. Awesome. Go go do some research on what they're actually looking for. Use that keyword planner so that you're not taking a stab in the dark. You know, uh, chances are if you go through this exercise and find out who your ideal member persona is, it, it, it probably won't be a competitive athlete. So talking about like cycle times on your butterfly pull-ups, who knows? Uh, you know, maybe. Maybe there's a 50-year-old accountant somewhere uh, curious about butterfly pull-ups who's never joined a CrossFit gym before. 
I'm going to bank that that is not the case. So use the keyword planner. Use some other clickbait. Just see what people are searching for and interested in and begin to speak to those things for this pe- for these people. So identify who you're speaking to, and now we're going to talk about how do we speak to them. So here's your goal for this week. Over the next week, because all this month, we will be talking about content marketing. And so I want you to actually create some. It will be, I promise you, if this is the first time you've ever created any content, it will suck. And that's just the reality of the matter. Uh, You know, I do two podcasts. I've done as many as four podcasts uh, over the last several years. Uh, Feel free to go back and listen to episode one of all of these and see how bad they were. Or maybe even probably episode like 10 through 42 also sucked. I don't know. But look through. The goal here, though, is that you've got to rip that Band-Aid off. You've got to put something out in the world or you're just going to continue to have anxiety and confusion about it. You've got to get those reps under your belt. So here's your challenge. I want you to go actually use that keyword planner. Go to the keyword planner, Google AdWords, just search for it. You'll find it. And get in there and begin to play around with, see what people are actually searching for online. And then begin to speak to that. So if it's CrossFit and weight loss, for example, write an article about that. Write 250 words about that and share it on your Facebook page and see what kind of traction you get. Tweak it a little bit. Tweak the headline. Learn from it. Uh, You know, shoot a quick little video, a 90-second video, and just show me a movement that you do inside of your gym that yields fat loss. So people are searching for fat loss. Show them how to do a snatch and then talk about, okay, well, here's how the snatch can help promote fat loss long-term. Whatever, I mean, whatever it is, guys, just get super creative, but make sure that you're speaking to these ideal member personas that you laid out. So this is your homework. One video, one blog article, speaking to something that your ideal member persona is interested in. Uh, Feel free to share it to our Facebook wall, 321GoProject's Facebook wall. Um, You can email it to me, uh, whatever. Maybe we'll come up with, since we're doing content marketing this whole month, uh, maybe we'll come up with some kind of like offer drawing or something for uh, for somebody's content that they've shared with us. So share with us your content that you've created. Speak to the people uh, that you want in your gym and be consistent with it. Rip that Band-Aid off and just consistently do that same exercise every week after week after week. You'd be surprised at how great your writing becomes, how great you become in front of a, a camera for a quick little 90-second video. You'll get the hang of it uh, pretty quickly, and you'll also be really motivated to do so uh, because it is your business, and you and you want to present, you know, the best image of yourself out there to the community. So, quick announcement before I let you go: we will be talking about this content marketing and actually practice creating content. Look at some different headlines. Show you how to use a keyword planner. We'll be doing all of these kinds of things at a weekend seminar coming up in just under two weeks. It's uh, June 11th and 12th here in Kansas City at my gym. If you guys have ever wanted to come and hang out at my gym, uh, I am excited to have you. Uh, we've got 
Uh, plenty of cool things to do. Uh, we're right in the middle of downtown, and it's uh, it's really kind of booming over the summer, as it always does. So it'll be a fun little getaway vacation. Plenty of stuff to do. Uh, you know, we'll be talking about content marketing. We'll be talking about your customer journey, which you know we talked about at our last seminar that we did. We talked about the customer journey, and, and I just got this strong impression if that little like. It was probably 90 minutes that we went through this exercise of like identifying how people find us, how they schedule their intro session, what happens when they come into the gym, what do they sit down, do they do a movement assessment, like really trying to refine what that looks like for your members. I just got this strong impression that if you can take that away, just that one little snippet of the weekend, take it away and start using it in your business, like that paid for the seminar. If you do that for one member, that pays for the seminar. You do it for two members, that pays for your lodging. You do it for three members and above, you're seeing a return on that investment. So that's really the idea. You'll probably only take like two or three things away from it, but those two or three things that you take away, one member essentially pays for the the entire weekend. Um, you'll get connected with other gym owners, uh, you'll get email addresses, phone numbers, and you'll be uh, there to keep each other accountable uh, as you begin to make changes in your business. So we will do another content marketing exercise at this seminar. Uh, if you would like to save some money off of your registration at checkout, just use the promo code PODCAST50. That's PODCAST50. You'll get 50 bucks uh, off that registration. Again, that's June 11th to 12th here in Kansas City. Um, fly directly into MCI. You could drive here if you're in the Midwest. It'll be a great, super informative weekend. You'll meet a lot of other highly motivated gym owners to bounce ideas off of, uh, do a happy hour with, all those kinds of good things. So we'll see you in Kansas City for that. Uh, otherwise, guys, let me know how your uh, content marketing exercise goes over the next week. Share it with us on the 321 Go Project Facebook page. Uh, you know, Email it to me, whatever you want to do. Uh, let's just see uh, all the momentum that you guys are getting from doing this. Have a great week.